Welcome back to another episode of Wada Hockey. We are uh, more than grateful to be back um, coming off COVID. Uh, I don't know if we brought this up in the last episode, but I was definitely on day one of quarantine, tested positive earlier that day. It was my Jordan flu game, uh, but came back with a vengeance. Uh, big shout out to uh, Shag for the intro music. And uh, leading us into this podcast, we don't give him enough love for giving us the awesome beats that bring this in. Look him up on Spotify. That's what I use. I guess Apple Music. I, I don't know. Jason, that's going to be my lead into introducing Jason is just Apple. Apple stuff. I will actually have you know that I did recently, as of this week, uh, switch over to Spotify. They gave me a nice little intro deal again, so I took it. Right. Oh, so currently, so I am on Team Spotify. I mean, you got the, allow me. you've got the victory green on. You're sporting the uh, the away stars jersey. Yeah. And speaking speaking of sporting a stars jersey, I see the uh, we're all on camera, so we can see each other for those listening. I see the uh, the blackout jersey, which segues me into saying, "What's up to?" Uh, I guess he's. We're just gonna call him the producer, Patrick. I mean, he is the he is the production man. Yeah, that's that's where most of my contributions come in on this podcast. I think. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I, I, I mean, thought uh, with, you know, I was super hyped for, and this is a tease to what we're talking about later, uh, super hyped for the season to start this week. So I thought it fitting for our next recording that I would rock the uh, the blackout and sad hockey fan noises. Yeah, speaking of blackout, that's what I want to do after I heard about the news uh, last week, late last week of the uh, what the uh, announcement was, which we'll get to. Um, Real quick, before we go over what we're going to be talking about today, we did kind of owe to that a little bit, uh, what happened with the team, the Dallas Stars. Uh, huge shout out to uh, Texas Hockey Apparel. Guys, th this is a new brand, uh, obviously local to Texas, um, run by some fantastic people. Uh, they're friends of the show. They've reached out. Um, I recently bought their brand new golf hockey polo, performance polo, whatever you want to call it. I've got a couple more of their t-shirts, but you will definitely be hearing more about Texas hockey apparel. And we will actually be having, uh, Garrett from Texas hockey apparel on in a, uh, episode TBD to be determined for those of you who don't know what that means stands for. Uh, he will be on the, ep uh, an episode with us here in the near future, we look to uh, hopefully run into him at an Allen Americans game pretty soon. But yeah, that's really what, what's going on right now. Uh, what we're going to be talking about, I, I, I'm sure you guys saw it. We are recording on Sunday. It is wild card weekend for the NFL, which we don't have really a lot of ties to in this show. But they did a pretty amazing broadcast today with Nickelodeon. We'll definitely be going over that. We are going to go over the news that we alluded to earlier. Uh, stars have COVID really sucks. We'll talk about it. See what the updates are. Um, NHL.com released a graphic about how the central division would stack up with the new alignments and how their records reflected last season. We'll go over that. We'll touch on the Allen, Allen Americans a little bit. Uh, we'll give you some updates on them. They're kicking ass, taking names, and we'll wrap it up with fantasy hockey talk we've got a water hockey fantasy league that we did a draft for today we'll go over some of those team names and uh we'll give you some predictions for the rest of the season uh and at the end of the episode we have got a giveaway that we want you guys to be involved in so make sure uh we're going to force you to listen to the entire podcast and fall in love with our voices through the entire time that you're with us so you can figure out how to win 
your very own water hockey, not thermos, tumbler. Water hockey tumbler. Guys, how was your weekend? Patrick, uh, any anything special going on? I know you're a Steelers fan, and we're in the midst of a pretty tough time for Steelers fans right now. I can't say I'm too surprised. I'm surprised that it's gone as poorly as it did, but I figure if not this week, then <clears throat> however far we made it, we probably wouldn't have really posed a threat to the Buffaloes or the Kansas Cities of the AFC, which is weird to include Buffalo in that conversation now, but they're looking pretty solid. Yeah, you know, Buffalo has earned a right to have some good sports stuff happen to them. I think the last time any Dallas people have talked about Buffalo, they were chanting no goal, and they're still bitter about it, even though it's been 21, 22 years. Get over it. We won that cup. Uh, Anyway, no hard feelings. Jason, Ian, you were going back and forth in the uh, fantasy draft today. How was your weekend? How do you feel about your fantasy team? I'm super pumped about it. I had the number one pick, and we can – discuss who i took it was either mckinnon or uh oh my god does it rhyme with smixmavid yes thank you mcdavid and mckinnon so (laughs) true blank there Uh, all right that's what we're here for It, it was tough it was tough i feel i feel like we'll we'll have we'll have some fun with that throughout the entire season but what we kind of talked about earlier uh the nfl had a game broadcasted on the Nickelodeon network. I didn't get to watch a lot of it. I did see a lot of pictures. What did you guys think? I mean, there was artificial, what was it? Virtual slime in the end zones for touchdown. Is that correct? Mike Mike Thomas. Mike Thomas is the first NFL player to be slimed in a football game. Okay. So did they actually slime him after the game or something or, or was it virtual? I think so. No, it was all virtual. Okay, probably because COVID. Because that's if there's anything that slime has taught us, it's you can get COVID from it. Um, yeah, I I did see a couple. Wait, who who won the Nickelodeon? Was it the NVP? Was that a real thing? Did Mitchell Trubisky win the award for being Nickelodeon's most highly voted player or something like that? He finally won something because he's been absolute garbage his entire career. Uh, and I'm pretty sure anyone that is a Chicago Bears yeah. fan will tell you that. He went 19 for 29 for 199 yards and a touchdown and was the MVP, the Nickelodeon Valuable Player. Whoa. Nickelodeon that may Valuable be the Player. Only, that may be the only Valuable Player award he'll ever win in his career. I mean, that's really so saying something. Yeah, hey, this... this uh, this episode of Water Hockey goes out to you, Mitchell Trubisky. You finally did something, um, but you guys lost, so it doesn't really doesn't really matter. But okay, so I have to pose the question, Jason. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot. What would you want to see, or what characters would you want to see on a broadcast of the NHL on Nickelodeon? Because we saw SpongeBob between the pipes for a field goal. Uh, as a graphic, we saw a virtual slime. I mean, who are you tossing on the ice? Like, who are we? Who are we going to see? You know, throwing their hands up in the stands. Uh, let's get some Hey Arnold in there. That was my first one. Yeah, he has a football head, but it doesn't mean he can't be a hockey fan. Right? No, no, no. He can skate around on his little head. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay. Okay. You no, know, he can be a goalie saving pucks with his head. 
Just that's fair. I think I feel like personally, I think Hef from Rocco's Modern Life would be a pretty good goalie because you'd have oh. to get around all all of the Hef. Yeah, or uh, Angelica but. from uh, Rugrats. Oh yeah, uh, she could be a good coach. She she could be out there like tripping the skaters or something like that, yeah, throwing, yeah, throwing yeah. like pennies and nickels on the ice for them to trip yeah. over. I think you guys are missing the obvious answer here, and that's rocket power. That's they were already I, I hockey hoping. players. Yeah, yeah. I was go. hoping you were going to say that. I feel like they would have a lot of stake, a lot of skin in the game of hockey. So. I think you I think you nailed it on the head with that one. That's like one of those where it's like you drop the mic and walk away. I'm Absolutely. curious I, so who who no, would no, you no. put who would you put uh what what teams would would you see? Cuz I mean this was a play, this was a playoff game guys. This was like this this game meant something. It's not like a game in the middle of the season. So it's not like the NHL would take it's almost like you replaced the Winter Classic with the Nickelodeon Classic. Like I I mean, I obviously Chicago is going to be in it because it's the NHL, and your knees are dirty for Chicago as the NHL. So, I mean, who else would you want to see playing the Nickelodeon Classic? Uh, let's give them Chicago and Detroit. I mean, let's keep it in the division. So, they're going to be bottom of the tier anyway. So, I feel I, like but I don't want to give away too much of my talk for that. So, I feel like the Stars have a natural claim to the Nickelodeon game with Groove Sweet Victory that gets played pretty frequently in stadium. Right. That's true. You know what? I think you're on to something there. I, I'm going to I'm gonna reach out to the people at Nickelodeon and see if we can't get this ball rolling or get this puck sliding. Plus, uh, yeah. They already have a sick, like, on-ice pre- presentation. Like, they do. Like, during interactions and stuff like that. They have the good, cool video for it. And, like, because all that stuff was, um, like, all that stuff was, just from the TV, like obviously it's not happening on at the game, but at least there right. you could put it on the ice while they're playing. That's true. And the stars have these insane uniforms that we talked about earlier that basically look like they're gonna pop like a like a cartoon, like a Tron character almost. So I mean, you know, it really kind of really the script writes itself. But yeah, it would probably be against the Chicago Blackhawks, Detroit. You know, they love they love to put their heritage out there, even if they're going to be at the bottom of the barrel, scratching and clawing for the final two spots in the Central Division. Brought to you by Discover Card, because now that's a thing. <laughs> Can't got, forget about that. We got logos on helmets now, and our divisions are sponsored. Our pets' heads are falling off. Now that that money's coming in the door with the helmet sponsorships, they're not going away anytime soon, if ever. No, nope. AT and T is here to stay. I have to agree with you. I have to agree with you. We posted about this on uh, on our Instagram. We thought that the Whataburger logo would look stunning with the victory green uh, makeover, but we're just three guys talking into microphones on a computer. We actually told them the water hockey logo would be really sick on it, but they also didn't accept our bid for a, like a 30 second spot on our show. Like every episode. Mm -hmm. No, they said (laughs) that we had two, they said we had too many followers and they didn't want to overexpose themselves because anytime you overexpose yourself, you end up in jail, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) But yeah, so we'll, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see if the NHL ever, 
decides to go off the deep end in that regards. Uh, Patrick, I, I got to give the, the ode to you on that one. The rocket power, I was hoping someone would say it. Um, I think the Hey Arnold cast would be great on the bench as maybe like the officiating crew or something along those lines. But um, now that we've talked about fun stuff, let's talk about not fun stuff. COVID-19. It was released earlier last week, earlier last week, late last week, there we are, that six of the Dallas Stars were exposed and tested positive for COVID. Um, I believe it was, what, four players and two staffers was what was what was released by the team. So we don't know exactly right. who the players are. We don't know which staff members were uh, exposed and tested positive. Um, obviously, our well wishes are with them uh, for a speedy recovery. Not everyone can battle back from COVID like I did, but here we are, day 12. I'm feeling fine. Um, I can taste some stuff, which is neat. But uh, yeah, I mean, how do you guys feel about the news? Obviously, you never want to see it happen to any team, let alone your home team. But here we are, and it looks like their season's going to get delayed. Patrick, uh, how do you see it playing out? So uh, just one point, it's six players and two staff that tested positive. Oh, okay. So that's eight total, and I am just terrible at math. That's remembering. Right. It's okay. We can edit it we out. Learned, we learned six plus two decades ago. It's fine. Oh, what's a decade? Um, no, anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it sucks, and it's not great to have to postpone the season. Uh, I hope they're feeling better to this point. The thing I'm concerned about is we still don't really know what the long-term side effects are if you get it and how it affects your lungs and just general health. So I'm really hoping that it was just a minor case, as minor cases go for COVID. Fingers crossed that no long-term damage has been done. And they can all get back to skating and living healthy lives and being professional athletes and all that good stuff. I mean, ho hopefully we don't see what kind of happened to uh, Zeke from the Cowboys. I know uh, I, I, there, it was kind of rumored, I guess, that he had some pretty long-term effects that kind of affected his ability to to maintain that his Zeke-ness, if you will. So they, they said it really had the long-term effect. And then you really kind of notice an uptick in his play anyways over the last couple of weeks if you keep up with it. So It's just so misunderstood to this point. Or maybe not misunderstood, but... Yeah, we just don't know enough about it. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's 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 truly unfortunate that it's affected so many people. And looking at it now as a fan and trying to get back to normal, uh, you know, one has to think that they're likely going to take away or I don't know. I mean, they said that they were going to allow 5000 fans in the stands once the season began. And now we're looking at it as. Do they kind of backtrack on it? I've been keeping an eye on some season ticket holders, uh, Facebook pages, and seeing what they've been seeing as far as the emails that they get from the team. And they still haven't said when tickets are actually going to go on sale. So uh, for those of you that are listening and, and don't know, the Dallas Stars are one of, I want to say, four or five teams, maybe six at the max, that have actually said they're going to allow fans into the arena once the season begins um, that was obviously said before all of the positive tests. And I don't know if you guys have seen this, but apparently it looks like the Vancouver Canucks and Columbus blue jackets are now starting to see a couple of positive tests. So, I mean, 
it's just be careful. Wash your hands. I mean, I don't want to turn into a public service announcement, but it's definitely uh, it's definitely going to start affecting people, and we might miss some time of the season. I don't know. I mean, they're already playing a shortened season at 56 games. It's kind of hard to tell what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, wash your hands. <laughs> Hand sanitizer, wear a mask. It's also uh, worth noting that uh, Pittsburgh and Columbus are also missing practice for because of COVID now. Oh, Pittsburgh is as well? Yeah. And that's and I mean, the timing could not be worse. You never want to see this happen, but this is training camp. This is where... Guys like for us and the Stars fandom, like Ty Delandria, are playing themselves into a spot, uh, almost, you know, to, to put it bluntly. So it's like, I, it really sucks. That's what it boils down to. It sucks. I hope everyone's okay. Um, you know, the staffers too. It, you know, this affects people of an older age a lot more ferociously, I guess, than younger people. So, I mean, Rick Bonus is one of the oldest, if not the oldest head coach in the NHL. You have to think like, you know, if he gets it, that's going to really affect his health. And you obviously want to have your head coach, especially after all of the, the bullshit and the turmoil that your coaching staff has been through in the past two seasons. You finally have Bonus signed for, you know, two more years. The last thing you want is for him not to be able to travel with the team or be at the, the arena whenever they're allowed to get back out there and train for training camp. And... We don't know what training camp's going to look like because they're supposed to play in less than a week's time. Our, our season opener is supposed to be this Thursday, and it is said that they're going to miss at least two games, more than likely three games, and we don't know when those are going to get made up because, again, still a condensed season. So uh, not exciting, not exciting. And, you know, we just kind of have to sit, sit back and wait and see. Unfortunately, this is a disease that, like Patrick was saying, we don't know anything about. We will just have to literally wait and see what happens. So that's fun to talk about. But let's talk about actual on-ice stuff. The NHL decided to release these statistics. So these are the records from the last season. And we're revisiting them as if they were in the new alignment. Basically, if you go to NHL.com on their Instagram, you'll see this graphic. It kind of plays out how we would think, but... Just going from the bottom up, as far as games played and point totals, um, Detroit is absolutely terrible. Garbage, gutter, uh, 39 points in 71 games. Chicago, this is how bad Detroit is, okay? I want, I want everyone to know this. Detroit had 39 points at the bottom. The next up in the Central Division would be the Blackhawks, who had 72 points. Detroit didn't even break 40 points. It was pretty bad. They had 17 wins last season in 71 games. How are you that bad? Didn't even get I the first know. overall pick to show for it. Nope, they nope. did not. Good Lord, that's what a tough time to be a Red Wings fan. But you know what? The Red Wings, to me, are like the, the Yankees of hockey. Everyone knows who they look like, and everyone knows what the logo is. Everyone follows them because of that, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, Chicago is uh, would be in seventh place leading up. With 72 points. Uh, Nashville would take sixth place with looks like 78 points. So as you would assume, Tampa Bay, number one overall spot. That's kind of what happens whenever you win the Stanley Cup. Um, J Jason, I want to raise the question to you. Does this solidify your picks from the earlier episode? And and if so, why? What 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 about this list solidifies 
for your order for you. Uh, I may backtrack a little bit from the previous episode, but no, this list definitely solidifies what I'm thinking. Uh, no, Detroit's definitely going to be at the bottom because they're so bad. Face it, they are terrible. They didn't do anything in the offseason to help it either. So, and they still didn't get the first pick, right? Uh, yeah, that's got to that's got to sting, right? Uh, Chicago, Nashville, Florida, probably going to be interchangeable between five, six, and seven. Uh, but I am thinking now, just kind of seeing what we saw with what the stars have kind of released in preseason stuff, or just like workouts and practices and whatnot. Dallas is looking good, uh, and they may have a kick here uh, coming off the high of losing the Stanley Cup. They're going to be pissed. They're going to come out of the gate. Uh, will they catch up to Tampa Bay and take the top spot? Probably not, but they're probably going to give them a good run for their money. And so I'm going to say Dallas will push to second place. Carolina and Columbus can fight for third and fourth, but it's going to be Tampa, Dallas, Carolina, Columbus, probably. Yeah, and, uh, I agree. Probably Florida or Nashville. I, you know, I put Nashville ahead of Florida, honestly. I could see it happening. And then Chicago, Detroit. Boom. Chicago, Detroit, just fighting for that bottom spot. Uh, Patrick, does anything really stand out to you on, on the standings for this? I mean, it really kind of solidifies, I think, what we were we were looking at uh, as far as the standings coming in to this next upcoming season, whenever that may be. Um, I mean, the Columbus overtime games, that looks a lot different if they don't lose 15 of those. That's a lot of missed yeah. points right there. With Columbus, it's a Columbus is a weird team because Columbus wears you down, and they 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 match up with the Stars very well. In that the Stars cannot play their aggressive, fast style game with Columbus, it just doesn't work out for them. It never has. It's just one of those things where it's a grind kind of game. And not saying that the Stars aren't a grind kind of team, they just don't match up with Columbus in the way that they do with some other teams. Um, but yeah, I will say for me personally, the biggest argument that I would make, uh, and this is something that I've been reading. This is something I've been talking about. I think Dallas takes the number two spot because Carolina has some issues with goaltending. They've got Mrazek, uh, but they don't have a good one, two punch. Uh, now that, you know, that's to say we don't know anything moving into next season as far as, you know, Jake Ottinger and Antoine Knobin are Anton, not Antoine. Sorry, I bought an Antoine Roussel jersey, so I wanted to talk about Antoine. Anton Kudobin, uh, that, that's a one-two punch that we don't know anything about. So I think really it, it sounds super cliche, but it's going to come down to goaltending. And I think that's who whoever has the superior goaltending tandem is going to take that number two spot, and then it all kind of trickles down from there. So... Um, you know, just a cool, interesting graphic. You know, it's a it's a weird time for us right now uh, as a, as a hockey podcast, specifically a Texas centric hockey podcast. Uh, when your team is uh, on the mend because they're not allowed to practice or play or really do anything. Yeah. Any any final thoughts about the COVID? I mean, we talked about it. We're we're you know, it's kind of everything that's been going on. I, I do have actually one final thought. Uh, you know, given how my fantasy football season played out, uh, I, I like to consider myself a pretty good fantasy football player, but COVID, I want to emphasize, had jacked everything up. You know, with players being out like the day of. So it 
you know, what we That's say tough. today, it, it mm-hmm. you know, it can very well change everything. But, you know, given that all the teams stay healthy, I think these are pretty solid, solid predictions. For me at this point, I just want to see some hockey. Um, I don't know if you guys had a chance to watch the World Juniors uh, tournament. If you didn't, I would highly recommend for everyone that's listening to hop on board next season. Um, this this past World Juniors was extremely special, and the fact that you had just an abundant amount of uh, NHL-bound players in this tournament, uh, guys like Cole Caulfield, uh, Zegris for the U.S., who's uh, Anaheim's draft pick, which kind of bums me out a little bit because the kid was an absolute enom on the ice for uh, the gold medal winning team USA. Not a big deal. Humble brag. Thanks for your sport, Canada. We win. But a uh, name that I do want to bring up real quick for Stars fans is a kid named Thomas Harley, who we drafted recently and was a part of Team Canada. And I think the kid's 19 years old. You heard his name a lot. And it's not because of things that were negative. It was a lot of positive things. So um, making crisp, clean passes off the blue line. He's a strong defender. Um, I think he's a lot like Miro Heiskanen, where he's going to come in. He's going to be that hybrid style of defenseman where he's going to be able to pass the puck down you know, through the ice. Uh, he's going to create a lot of breakaways because of his quickness. And he's a big kid. I mean, I wanna, he's over 6'1". He's a little bit lanky. He could probably afford to put on a little bit muscle. Um, but it's something that I think, given the opportunity that he has with Stephen Johns kind of being on the mend and on the uh, possibility of putting him on LTIR, which we can probably get into a little bit too, there's going to be some there's going to be some battles for that that bottom defensive pairing. You know, you went and signed Mark Pissick uh, in the off season. You signed Julius Honka. He's back for whatever god awful reason. But yeah. Speaking of, this isn't something that we actually talked about beforehand. How do you guys feel about the John situation? And do you kind of know what's going on with that? Or have you seen anything new other than what we know already? I haven't really heard anything other than that that he was trying to go through training camp and see what happens. I'm not a doctor. And I love the guy both as a hockey player and he seems like a genuinely good dude. But I think it's probably just in his best interest just to hang up the skates, man. Like, I know you get paid a shit ton of money, and hockey's been his life up to this point, but at at some point you have to weigh your mental health above your career. And I hate to say that, and it's not my place to tell him what to do, that's just my opinion, but I think the chance that something goes horribly wrong for him if he continues to play out for the next 10 years or however he long, however long he wanted to play, the chance that something goes wrong is way too high to justify continuing to play. I would love to see him stay out there. I mean, yeah, I agree. I I know one of my new year's resolutions was to take care of my mental health a little bit. And, you know, I've focused in a lot more, you know, over this last week and everything. And and it's definitely something like that you talked about is you gotta, you've got to know when to hang it up and focus on your mental health and take care of it. Yeah, I mean, mental health is more important than it's ever been. I mean, it's always been important, but it's never been more in the spotlight than it is now. So um, it's just a really weird situation with him. But yeah, Patrick, to what you were saying, that's the last thing I think any of us have seen. Um, you know, earlier in the offseason, right before training camp, I believe it was said that he came out and basically said that I, I'm not going to play this season. Um, and then we saw some conflicting reports where he was trying to go through 
uh, his physicals to make sure he was fit to play. So uh, it feels like we're talking a lot about some bummer stuff on this episode with COVID and then John's possibly uh, not playing due to mental issues. But, you know, all the best to him. We just want what's best for these guys. At the end of the day, even though these guys are people that we see on TV and they're professional athletes, they're still human beings. You, you got to want what's best for them. And I don't want to put someone out there that, you know, is one hit away from not being able to spell their name. And I don't say that in a joking mm-hmm. manner. Yeah. But yeah. We you know we just want what's best for him. I will say, and this is kind of back towards, you know, hockey is a business first and a, a sport second, um, you know, not to, to, to say this lightly or, 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 you know, turn it into like a money thing. But uh, in the event that John's does, uh, opt out of this season and we go to training camp, we do have the option of putting him on um, LTIR, which is long-term injured reserve. A little hockey lesson for people right now. Basically, if a player gets hurt and can't finish off the season, the team gets a little bit of a cap relief for that player not being able to play. You know, it's not their fault they got hurt. It's not usually, you know, that situation. So it is uh, going to be an extra, I believe, $2.3 million that the team can put po- put towards a free agent or if they want to try and bring another player on via trade that they need to kind of bolster a little bit as far as like paying some of their uh, paying some of their salary. That's probably what that will go towards. And and you learned something new today on the Water Hockey Podcast. So that's that's for all the babies out there. Um, we never got we never got a response on what we're supposed to call our listeners. Our French fries, our our little spicy ketchups. Um, Ooh, I like French fries. A little French fries. I mean, that would be kind of a cool shirt. Have the water hockey logo on the front, and then a, a big box of French fries on the back. That that look like hockey six. Look like hockey six. It's like what's in our logo. Exactly. Ah, oh, exactly. humble brag. Yeah, we can make that happen. We can make that. We can make that work. But yeah, so you know, it's it's a weird time. I keep saying that. It just feels really weird because we went through a really weird postseason. We were inside of a bubble. We went through a really shortened off season. We're all excited to be back, and now we're sitting here not knowing when we will be able to play. But there is a team that is playing, and it's a professional hockey team, and it is a Dallas local team. Uh, Texas, we love you. We need to get more hockey teams in this state. Texas Stars and the AHL have signed on to come back in February. Um, They're in Cedar Park, which is just north of Austin. Definitely going to try and get some get some time down there and, and catch a Texas Stars game to see all the kids in the AHL making their journey to the NHL, hopefully for them. But the Allen Americans, uh, guys, they have been on an absolute tear. Uh, they had a little bit of a stumble coming out of the gate, but since then, um, their season has turned around for them. They lost their first game. They've lost a couple cents. Um, they're sitting at eight and three, but they are at the top of their division right now. One of the top teams in the entire league. We talked about the, uh, I think I said his name was Mikan. I believe it's pronounced Michin or Michan. Uh, sorry, Jesse. If I ever get to talk to you, I apologize now. Please don't hate me. Um, I've been really high on this kid, Tyler Sheehy. He is out of, I want to say Minnesota. This is the Minnesota Wild feeder team too. So they do feed up into the AHL and then eventually into the Wild NHL. But yeah, Sheehy has got nine assists. He leads the team. He's got 11 points already with two goals, nine assists, as I said. Um, he's a point-per-game kind of guy, which is exactly what you want to see. 
Um, you know, Corey Mackin haven't gotten a lot of exposure with him. The thing about the ECHL is these players do get bounced around quite a bit, and especially with COVID discontinuing some of the seasons for these teams, you do see a lot of new faces that you have not seen before. Um, guys, what are your thoughts on the ECHL? Do you have any experience with it? Um, Jason, I know you and I covered a couple games last season. Um, Patrick, have you gotten a chance to catch any ECHL games? Um, if not, guess what? We're going to be catching some ECHL games is basically what I'm getting to. Yeah, I haven't gotten a chance to to get to any of them, but we do uh, have some Allen American games that we'll be covering moving forward here coming up in the next uh, month or so. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, the Wichita or the Wichita Thunder from Oklahoma are coming into the, town. The Wichita, the Wichita Thunder, the Wichita. Uh, yeah, they've uh, given the Americans one of their losses. So, well, they've got revenge on the mind as they should. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, to to what Patrick was saying, um, they've got three three games this weekend. Or sorry, to what Jason was saying, homestand this weekend. They're back in Allen. Um, if you haven't been there, it is a viable second option to the Dallas stars, especially with the stars not playing right now, uh, who knows when they'll come back and if they'll allow fans back, the Americans are allowing fans, uh, social distance, of course. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm going to try and get out to the Friday night game, um, and, and cover that. And we would love to have some of these players on the podcast and, you know, kind of get their stories and their journeys to Allen and kind of see what they think about the state of Texas, because I'm going to go ahead and, and, and take a wild guess. Not any of these boys are from the Dallas Fort Worth area. I believe you are correct. Yeah. I, I want to say they're, uh, they're far from it. Yeah. I'm looking through their, their roster right now. Saskatoon um, on there. Yeah. They've, they've got players from all over. Um, I wonder, I want to look at their goalies real quick. I saw Zach, I believe it's Sachenko. Um, in a couple of games, Jason, it might've been one of the games that, uh, you and I covered, but, uh, guys, a stud. I mean, he doesn't have any shutouts right now, but, uh, last season, I want to say he had at least five or six shutouts through the season, which was, uh, shortened by COVID again, that, that asshole comes back up in the conversation, but yeah, we'll definitely have to be, uh, more in tune with these guys. They're just down the road from us here as we're all a bunch of Dallas kids, um, Allen is a suburb just outside of Dallas, but we will definitely be doing some more work with the Allen Americans. Um, we talked about this earlier too, as we were going over the, the, uh, the show synopsis. Um, we have a fantasy team. We have a fantasy team. We all have them. We have a fantasy league. A lot of hockey fantasy league had their draft today. And, uh, Jason and I were going back and forth with our buddy, Mark. And, and, I had a great time. Uh, Patrick, how are you uh, How are you feeling about your team going into this uh, this inaugural water hockey fantasy season? Man, this is my first uh, this is my first NHL fantasy season ever. And I don't know how I'm feeling. I have some good players that I know are good players, but I don't know if they're good statistically as far as our categories go. But it was fun to draft and. I at least got a couple stars on my team. I can't yeah, I'm looking it. at that right now. It's you've got uh, Joe Pavelski and it looks like John Klingberg as your homers, um, which I think will be fun for us to keep up with because I think all of us took some homer homer picks for sure. Um, yeah, I'm looking at your your uh, team right now. You've got you know Sebastian Ahu, which is going to put up some points. You got uh, uh, Mister Schnetznikov from Carolina. I don't know if you guys saw those uh, videos from last season if you haven't looked it up there's a guy that screams 
Mr. Shmetsnikov in a very evil Russian voice. Uh, it's very high pitch. It's very harsh on the ears. But um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see how you do. I'm excited to see how everybody does. Uh, your team name, I think we're going to have to work on. Um, as it stands right now, your team name is Pat's Average Team. And nothing strikes fear into your opponents by calling yourselves average. Uh, <laughs> Jason, that is only that's only in reference to somebody's uh, somebody else's. I think it's. Let me check here. Oh, was it, have, is it Sean's no, fabulous have, team? Yeah, Sean's fabulous team, which has been changed, and Tim's primo team. Uh, I thought I'd be just a little bit realistic with my team name. See, that's no, what that's, that's where you reel them in. You. You kind of bait him into saying, "Oh, well, he's not going to check his lineup this week." And then he's average. Bam! He's just average. Yeah, he's, oh, he's just average. Um, as we talked about earlier, Jason had the number one pick overall and picked a guy that's name rides with uh, Schmickshmavid. Uh, Connor McDavid, number one overall pick. Wow, no one saw that coming. Um, as far as oh, your homers, that's... you got uh, you got Essa Lindell, who's just hanging out on your bench. He's not yeah. good enough for you, so he's just hanging out on your bench. No. Um, uh but yeah you are the moist pylon team uh for for those that do not know we've probably i think we've talked about it once before um you are a member of the pylon beer league hockey team and you guys are proud of your pylons yeah Um, man so you guys are you guys stay moist i respect it i love it you know and for everyone out there listening stay moist you know right that's that's gonna be the that's gonna be the new sign off. I know. Yeah, same way everybody. Last week, so, or last episode. So. Yeah, shout out to Michael. He'll love that if we say yeah. stay moist at the end of every every episode. Um, I went a little bit heavy on the Homer side, guys. Uh, man, I actually went really heavy, and I'm kind of upset with myself now that I'm looking at it. Um, I picked up Dobby. I picked up Jake Ottinger. I picked up Miro Heiskanen, and I picked up Jamie Ben. You can't say I don't love my team, and. Uh, but I did pick up uh, some brothers, and I'm sure the hockey fans that are listening will kind of cringe when I say this. I picked up, uh, I picked up both Matthew and Brady Kachuk, uh, <laughs> which means my team name is officially Kachuk if you buck, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. I don't know how we're gonna do uh, play wise, but damn it, if we don't have a great team name. And I'm I'm expecting to be uh, chirped on a regular basis because I've got some assholes on my team. But we will uh, we will see how the season goes. Um, we had a good time with everyone that joined in. The other teams uh, we have, like uh, Patrick was saying, we have Tim's primo team. Our buddy uh, Devin, aka Devil, uh, up in Detroit, uh, the runner-ups. We have B Bergie and the Pest. The pest not being Marshan, the pest actually being Mark. He just doesn't know that until now. Yeah. Um, he's gonna have to listen to this. Uh, we got the Ben there, Ben there, Dome that, uh, which is funny. That's a buddy of mine, Andrew, and I have Jamie Ben. So I would like to talk about copyright infringement for my team name. Um, we have hockey team. That's just <laughs> the name. Hockey the team. Hockey team. A Washington hockey team. We've got pucks so deep, so so deep. And the crossbar kings, um, guys. I'm excited to see how this season goes. I think this is going to be an exciting time for us to to actually get together and and, and play some fantasy hockey. If anyone else out there is, is listening, uh, and you are a fantasy hockey team owner, tweet us your name. I want to know what you guys are naming yourselves. Let's hear the creative names uh, from all the babies 
Oh, sorry. All the French fries. Um, yeah, there we go. Yeah. So don't, don't forget to dip your French fries. I don't know what that means. I don't know where I was going with that. I'm hungry. I can't taste anything. COVID's an asshole. Um, I can smell stuff though and smell real good. But that being said, um, guys, I don't really have anything else for this episode. I, I, I do want to, uh, I do want to give a, a special shout out uh, once again to Texas Hockey Apparel. Um, find them on Instagram at Texas Hockey Apparel, TexasHockeyApparel.com. Search them on Google. Um, they've got a got they've got a ton of great stuff on sale: uh, coffee mugs, flags, sweatshirts, hoodies, t-shirts, polos, um, anything you want to toss on to represent the state that you live in. Assuming that you're listening in Texas and you love hockey, guess what? There's an apparel site for you. Um, and real quick before we go, we want to do a quick uh, giveaway for you guys. Uh, Patrick's mom has really stepped up and become the MVP of the podcast, whether she knows it or likes it. Um, she actually made Patrick a really, really cool tumbler, a water hockey tumbler. And it is uh, all white with the Wada Hockey Podcast logo. Patrick is displaying it with his full-on Vanna White right now. She has an Instagram. Go check it out. Uniquely Gifted Texas. All one word, at Uniquely Gifted Texas. We cannot thank her enough for making that for Patrick. Uh, word through the grapevine is there are a couple more for Jason and myself. And if you, the listener, wants to be the fourth person, the only person not on the Wada Hockey Podcast. Once again, we ask for you to listen to the podcast up to this point. Take a screenshot of you listening to the podcast. Post it to Instagram. Post it to Twitter. Tag us. Tag us individually. Our names, our Twitter handles, our Instagram handles. And make sure to include the Wada Hockey Twitter handle and Instagram handle at Wada Hockey. Hard to forget it. It's the name of the show. And we will select a random winner and we will send you the first ever Wada Hockey. I call it a thermos, but some people call it a tumbler. And we will make sure that gets to you delivered on your front door or in your mailing room if you live in an apartment like myself. Um, that being said, uh, Jason, any final words? Uh, stay moist. There it is. The new sign off of all sign offs. Patrick's headset died. Patrick, I know you can say one more thing though. Um, it might come in a little bit fuzzy. So if people are like, it sounded weird at the end, uh, it's because uh, Patrick hates batteries. Patrick, anything to leave off on? The first thing I, I thought, this is going to just sound like shit. It's, it's going to sound completely different from the rest of the episode. But yeah, I'll post a picture of the tumblers. They're super cool. Tumblers, Jeff. Tumblers, thermos, thermoses, thermosi. Some people call them thermoses and some people would be wrong. So that's fair. <laughs> But no, yeah, I'll post a picture. They're super cool. It's like 24 ounces of water or your beverage of choice. Perfect. Because I yeah. pack of beer, soda in there. Soda. I got water in here right now because it's Sunday night. But whatever you want to put in there, I don't judge. But I'll take nope. a, a real nice professional looking picture of it and post that. And people that uh, take screenshot and share it and we'll pick one random person to get one of these badass tumblers. Mm -hmm. Yep. And you'll look like us and we are the show. So, I mean, who wouldn't want to look like us, right. but 
yeah, I mean, that's all we have for you guys today. As always, thanks to Shaq for the uh, intro outro music. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Texas Hockey Apparel. Thank you, Uniquely Gifted Texas, also known as Patrick's mom. Um, she's basically the podcast mom at this point. Thanks for being our mom. And as always, stay moist, uh, fuck batteries, and don't forget your Kermit tattoos.